the recent bank failure, along with wild swings in the market and rising interest rates, have many pre-retirees and retirees running for the hills. Well, come on back down because today on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, we're going to try to cut through the noise and calm some of the fears. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. Welcome into Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy as your host. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. He's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, two books to his credit so far, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the topics each and every week, and we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elite Income Advisors, kind of see where you are in your retirement process. Maybe you haven't started. Maybe you're in the middle of something, need that second opinion. We do open up a few spots for our radio listeners for the upcoming week. And this is no cost, no obligation, no pressure. So stay tuned. We'll tell you more about that as we move through the program. So Prashant, let's just start with this. I mean, there is so much going on and the bank failures have been making all the headlines. So what happened in a nutshell? You know, when when everything happened with Silicon Valley Bank, that kind of sent a lot of depositors into a tailspin, you know, it was like almost like a panic, you know, and uh, people started withdrawing their money uh, in an effort to protect their portfolio, to protect their investments. And so this is what was called the the bank run that we always hear about in the news. And so part of that had to do with Silicon Valley Bank uh, lacking diversification with their investments. And so with rising interest rates, the bank had to sell more of their assets at a pretty big loss, which created more issues internally. So you have that coupled with the fact that people were trying to take their money out of the bank very quickly, and a lot of depositors were trying to do that. Um, that's really what kind of happened in a nutshell. Now, we can you know get a different take on that. Let's go to George Bailey from the movie It's a Wonderful Life. I know we're kind of all familiar with this one. I was just talking to old man Potter, and he's guaranteed cash payments to the bank. The bank's going to reopen next week. But, George, I got my money here. Did he guarantee this place? I'll take mine now. No, but you're, you're, you're thinking of this place all wrong, as if I had the money back in a safe. I, the, the money's not here. Yeah, there you go. Foreshadowing. That's George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life, a Christmas classic. But really, that's kind of what has happened uh, out in California. So, Prashant, how did we get here? You know, the, the, the thing to note here, in my opinion, is that the Federal Reserve, the Department of Treasury and FDIC have come together to to effectively establish an emergency style banking solution to kind of calm the nerves of Americans making a statement that their funds are going to be accessible, even if they had deposits that were above the FDIC insurance limits. And so that was kind of unique. They, they uh, guaranteed all of the deposits even over that $250,000 limit. And what struck me was that they did it so quickly. I mean, this was a matter of days that the government came out and made those uh, types of announcements. So uh, that's kind of how we kind of how we got here in this whole thing. Very you know, very bizarre times. I tell you, and it's all over your, your television. CNBC's Power Lunch recently had Piper Sandler Chief Strategist Michael Kantrowitz on talking about, again, bracing for what's going to happen in the Fed rate and the plan 
moving forward. The lagged effects of all of these policy tightenings from central banks, from commercial banks, and from inflation create the conditions for problems to happen. And so I think, you know, this is one of several problems that we're going to be seeing down the road. Most of these are due to higher interest rates. Historically, problems arise, the big problems arise when job losses occur, which unfortunately is a typical byproduct of the lagged impact of, of higher rates. So, you know, our message to investors has been for quite some time now to be quite defensive and conservative and that we're, we still believe we're in a bear market and investors shouldn't get too complacent on this idea that the economy is anywhere near recovering on a global basis. Again, Michael Kantrowitz, uh, chief strategist, Piper Sandler, uh, talking about just where we currently stand. Uh, you mentioned uh, FDIC insurance limits. So let's kind of just go over that and what exactly it is. So FDIC uh, is going to protect you in the event of something like a bank failure. It's going to protect you up to a, a quarter of a million dollars. So $250,000 per depositor, per institution, and per ownership category. So there's a lot of moving parts there to uh, the FDIC uh, insurance limit. You just want to make sure that you're as well covered and as well protected as possible. And oftentimes that's going to involve being a little bit more diversified and, um, you know, maybe staying under that $250,000 limit. I'll tell you folks, just important to just be in touch with what's going on uh, with your portfolio, where your money is. Prashant Sabapathy is your host. You're listening to Retire Smart Maryland Radio. We're going to give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Elite Income Advisors and meet Prashant and his team. No cost, no obligation, and simply no pressure. Kind of see where you are in your retirement planning process. And right now, just focusing on what has happened, you know, recently with the bank failures and what that's going to mean to you. So what if you have a little bit more money. Now, you mentioned something earlier that they are going above and beyond the 250000 but what happens if you're well above that number and something like this happens and you're not insured for it? Yeah, and that's a great point because even though they guaranteed all the deposits with Silicon Valley Bank this this time around, that's no assurance that they will do that again if this type of thing was to happen. In fact, I was watching uh, something where the Treasury Secretary uh, would not commit to guaranteeing uh, all deposits over the FDIC uh, limit. So they said that this happened because it was on a case by case type of basis. So in order to stay under the FDIC insurance cap, that $250,000, you may have to move some funds to other banks. However, what we would say is that because of everything going on, it's a great time to kind of revisit your overall plan. Okay, you don't want to be panic making moves. Now, by the same token, you also don't want to just say, oh, this was a black swan one type event and we're never uh, going to have to deal with this again. I think it's the type of thing where we have to really sit back and take a deeper dive into revisiting your overall plan, where your money is positioned, uh, whether or not you're well enough diversified. Are you uh, taking advantage of these FDIC protections. And even if you have things like annuities, those are protected typically on the state level as well. So you want to revisit those types of things. It's a great opportunity to really kind of dive in and revisit your overall plan. And there's going to be an opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant Sabapathy and his team, and you can have this type of conversation. Now, with everything that is going on, people are going to cash Prashant. And we wanted to kind of get your thoughts on, on, on this. Just having the cash that doesn't equate to an investment strategy and you know we're seeing more and more people 
um, move to cash or, or be hesitant to invest in the market because of everything that's going on. But by the same token, I can't tell you how many emails and phone calls I've gotten from existing clients who had large cash positions that are now feeling concerned about the FDIC protections as well. So I think what's important is to keep in mind that just having cash in the bank is not a sound investment strategy in and of itself, in my opinion, okay, while cash certainly can be one element of your comprehensive retirement plan, you know, your overall financial plan consists of not just the cash, but also investments, asset allocation, diversification, and really a a plethora of other financial tools. Now, if you do not have a long term financial plan in place, then the recent financial headlines might have brought you panic, fear, concern, whatever you want to call it. But for those of you that do have a plan in place or you've talked with your financial advisor about the state of the economy, it's quite possible that when everything happened with Silicon Valley Bank, you didn't actually have an adverse reaction to the news. And so, you know, having a plan is really what allows you to have comfort, in my opinion, okay, the more that you can fall back on years of planning and research and everything else to help make you feel comfortable, uh, the better off you're going to be as you head into retirement, or even if you're already retired, that's ultimately what's going to give you peace of mind. Taya, we we talk about it all the time, just, you know, knowing that you've got something down on paper, it's, uh, and it, it's a roadmap, you can, it's, it's kind of like ways, you know, if you're, if you're out there, and there's, there's something in your path, uh, you know, tr- you know, between you and your goal, when it comes to just your travel, you know, ways comes up with a different path. Uh, there's less traffic, uh, it's easy, you're driving. Same thing goes for retirement planning. Uh, you're going to have a plan, but you have to be open-minded, work with an advisor, work with a fiduciary. And when you, you know, if something comes up in front of you and, and that is obstructing you from, you know, getting to that retirement and getting through that retirement, that's when you change direction. That's when you pivot. Uh, and I tell you folks, just having that plan, that ease of mind is what we talk about every single week here on the program, Retire Smart Maryland Radio. So, Okay, with everything that's going on with the banks, just areas to consider, Prashant, with your advisor uh, that's relative to, I guess, the current environment that we're seeing. I know that there are three keys. Yeah, so three major keys. So number one is liquidity. You want to have liquid assets on hand uh, just in case something goes crazy, right? So anytime you have liquid assets, that is really a safety blanket. So that's number one. Number two is time horizon. Within the context of your overall retirement plan, knowing your time horizon for each bucket of money that you have is essential for developing a truly holistic and comprehensive retirement strategy. And then last one is going to be risk, okay? You want to maintain wealth and create stable lifetime income, but you also have to be cognizant of your risk tolerance. The bottom line is the bank crisis truly reinforces some of the lessons that we should never put all of our eggs in any one basket, especially when it comes to retirement planning. Now, if you don't know where your money is at right now, or you're unsure of how well positioned you may be, to deal with these types of crises, as well as other 
uh, market-based issues, uh, interest rate-based issues, give us a call. It's 800-653-8404. When you call into that uh, phone number, you'll be able to schedule a complimentary, no-obligation visit with our team at Elite Income Advisors, and we're going to help you get started on putting together your own Retire Smart Roadmap. It'll help you navigate through the different phases of your retirement by taking into account your income, your risk tolerance, your time horizon, and your liquidity uh, that you have to make your plan work. It all starts with that phone call. It's complimentary, no obligation, 800-653-8404. When we come back on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, do this, don't do that, but whatever you do, you got to make sure you plan. Retirement's all about the plan. We're going to talk about that and regrets when we come back. Welcome back into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find Prashant and his team at Elite Income Advisors. Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, two books to his credit. So if he's a fighter pilot, he's got two books on the side of that fuselage. Uh, so that's what it looks like. Fiscal health, retirement wealth, and retire abundantly. I'm Morgan Patrick consumer advocate. We hit the topics each and every week, but we also give you an opportunity for action. Get on the calendar with Prashant, again, and his group at Elite Income Advisors. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Kind of see what's going on with your retirement planning. Have you started? If you haven't, this is a great opportunity. Or if you are in the middle of something and you're not getting that feedback, that communication, and you're confused, you're a little frustrated, Get a second opinion. Grab one of those spots when we make them available. We've got a few, and we designate those for our radio listeners. So let's let's dig into some of the biggest regrets that people make getting to retirement. So people have, have done the planning process, and they've gotten to their golden years. And boy, I tell you, hindsight's twenty twenty, and there are regrets. And here's one that I, it's kind of, you know, for what we do, it's kind of surprising, but I can understand it does happen. Not planning ahead of retirement. You get to that day per shot and it's like, okay, I'm here. And they have no plan. Look, I think this is by far the biggest, most detrimental mistake that pre-retirees make is that they fail to develop a financial strategy for their retirement years. Look, if you're thinking that you're just going to wing this thing and you're just going to kind of, you know, take it as it comes, I'm not sure that that's the best way to go about it. I mean, we're talking about, uh, the the next 20 or 30 years of your life where you don't actually have a paycheck coming in. And so now you got to create your own paycheck. If you've never explored where your retirement paycheck is going to come from or whether or not your Social Security and your pension is enough for you to live on, then that is a huge mistake. Because if there were if there were ways that you could alleviate some of those concerns before you got to retirement, wouldn't you want to know about those ahead of time? Like once you get there, if you feel like you haven't done what you need to, then it's too late at that point. You know, it's just too late. And so you really want to get started ahead of time. This is the number one mistake that I see people make. We're going to help you with that. Okay. If you call that phone number again, it's 800-653-8404. You'll be able to schedule that complimentary visit so that you're not left in the position where you feel like you haven't planned thoroughly enough. 
We are looking at some of the biggest retirement mistakes. People have gotten to retirement and they have their regrets, and we're talking about those. So not planning ahead uh, for that retirement, uh, really shocking. Uh, if you're going to get to that date and all of a sudden you're sitting there with your portfolio, but you do not have a plan. Uh, this next one, I mean, underestimating life expectancy. And this, you know, over the last 20 years, Prashant, has really, really changed. We've had so many advances in medical science. We are living longer and we have to plan for it. Yeah, you know, outliving your retirement savings is a real concern. Um, and certainly living longer than expected can accelerate that process of depleting your retirement savings. And so um, you, th you think about how you can increase your income in retirement. One way is potentially delaying the start of your Social Security benefits. So that's certainly one strategy cons to consider because, of course, every year that you wait to take your benefits with Social Security, you do get a credit for delaying. So that goes up uh, and makes your income higher and higher. Um, but I think it's also important to note that life expectancy is actually longer than many people actually realize, right? The average United States life expectancy is just under 79 years, but that is actually calculated from birth. If you're already age 65 today, okay, and you're affluent, there's a 50-50 shot that if you're married in age 65, that one spouse lives to be 90 years old. I mean, that's remarkable to me. You're in a day and age now where you can spend more time in retirement than you actually spent working. And if that happens to you and you're not prepared for it, that's a really scary kind of overwhelming thing to go through because you got to make your money stretch for the rest of your lifetime. So uh, underestimating life expectancy is a huge mistake that uh, a lot of people unfortunately make. Uh, and so you want to make sure that you're on top of that. Yeah, Overall theme, uh, we talk about it every week. I mean, you really need to have a plan and there's so many what if scenarios and one of them could be i mean what if you live into your early 90s uh, does your plan uh, take that into account uh, because as prashant pointed out man those paychecks stop uh, you got to make sure uh, that your money is going to last you not just to retirement but through retirement going over regrets today this portion of the program people that have gotten to retirement and things they wish they would have done differently you know not planning ahead of retirement you know not having any kind of plan and you get to retirement's door, that is a regret. Then underestimating your life expectancy, because as Prashant pointed out, uh, there are a lot of us that are going to spend, you know, 15, 20, 25 years in retirement or more. And are you prepared for that? Here's the next regret, Prashant, not diversifying the investments. Right. Not diversifying your investment portfolio is one of the bigger retirement mistakes that um, people make and that you will end up regretting if you don't do, in my opinion. Now, investing a significant portion of your net worth in a single asset class can lead to unfavorable consequences. Okay, you just think back to what happened in 2008 and really kind of what started to happen in 2022. We had a huge financial crisis back in 08, as well as a housing meltdown, and that led to crashes in real estate prices. And so that one is really interesting because if you were over leveraged in real estate, okay, or you were over leveraged in the stock market, you could have lost a heck of a lot of money. And I think what has happened over the last decade is the stock market has kept on going up, okay, between let's say 2012 
when we recovered all the way through the end of 2021, we saw a pretty historic rise in the market. And I think what that did was it created almost a false sense of security. Now, it's great that we rode that wave uh, upwards and we all made money during that time frame, hopefully. But we also, I think, forgot what it's like to go through bad markets. And now that we're kind of going through some of that in 2022 and into 2023, we have to revisit our risk tolerance and really revisit how much diversification our portfolio actually has. And so this is why we always talk about bucketing our money, having a safe bucket, having a low risk bucket, a moderate risk bucket, a higher risk bucket. That's how we start to think about things when we when we talk about 401ks and IRAs and TSPs. Tell you folks, having having a plan, um, you know, being ready uh, as you move towards retirement. We're talking right now about regrets, people that have gotten to retirement, and there there are things they wish they would have done differently. Uh, and you may be having some of these regrets. Well, it's never too late. Uh, you can always sit down and have this conversation. We're going to open up spots on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy. We have 10 total uh, for this week, and these are exclusive for our radio listeners. And you can call at any time and book 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. All right. Next two regrets, I'm going to push these together almost like in a sandwich, Prashant, and you can hit them both. Uh, and the regret is retiring prematurely. And then the next one, the flip side, retiring too late. Yeah, that's a good point. So retiring early could seem appealing, uh, but it also could be one of the biggest retirement mistakes that uh, you'll end up regretting. And that's because it's important to consider some of the drawbacks of retiring prematurely. So if you retire earlier than you plan, you risk depleting your savings and now being forced to find other ways to earn extra income during retirement instead of, uh, you know, taking advantage of what retirement retirement is there to do, which is pursue your interests and, and the dreams that you had. Now, conversely, retiring too late, you could regret that if you've dedicated your entire life towards preparing for retirement, and then you end up delaying it for too long, you may not get to enjoy life the way that you want to. So I think that's really important. You want to figure out when the best time to retire, uh, when that is for you. Okay, now everybody's got a little bit of a different opinion on that, because it's so dependent on each person's individual situation. I think what it comes down to is that you have to have an understanding of where your income is going to come from in retirement, because once you can recreate that paycheck that you had while you were working, once you can do that in retirement, that's when you know that you've reached the optimal retirement age, in my opinion. If you've never gone through that exercise, it's a really uh, interesting exercise to go through, and it's going to help provide you with some clarity on when you should retire. Next one, I want to jump to this one, Prashant, because uh, it'll be the last one we have time for in this portion of the program. And we're about to open up those spots on your calendar uh, for next week. But it's let's let's just jump straight to it. And it's healthcare. If if you ignore healthcare expenses, I mean, we're all feeling good when we get into retirement. But a regret would be uh, not estimating what that's going to cost because the numbers have gone up. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think it's natural for people to feel like when they get to retirement, especially on to Medicare, that their health expenditures are going to end up going down. Now, there was a study that was done or survey, I should say, done by Nationwide Retirement Institute. Uh, this was back in 2021. 
uh, said that over 50% of retirees expressed concerns about not having sufficient funding to cover unplanned medical expenses in retirement. And, you know, I, I get it. Those apprehensions are really not unwarranted considering the trends surrounding healthcare. For instance, the average retired couple requires $315,000 in current day dollars to cover medical expenses through retirement. And that is excluding long-term care. So there's a lot of different things to think about. We're, we're putting these regrets out there so that our radio listeners can be proactive about guarding against these different red flags. In my opinion, it starts with having a real plan, a real roadmap in place. You can get started on your Retire Smart Roadmap by giving us a call right now. That phone number is 800-653-8404. When you call into that number, you'll be able to schedule a complimentary, no-obligation visit with our team at Elite Income Advisors. We're going to help you uh, put together that roadmap by providing an income for life plan, a stress test on your retirement portfolio, as well uh, as a social security analysis and a tax analysis, which will help us understand how your taxes are projected for the future and when the best time to collect social security. So pick up the phone and call right now. 800-653-8404, the number to call again, 800-653-8404. When we return on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, it is pop quiz time. That's right. We're going to put Prashant to the test. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, hosted by Prashant Sabapathy. He's right there. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. You can find Prashant during the week at Elite Income Advisors. He's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, two books, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly. You can check out retiremaryland.com for more information on those periodicals. I'm Morgan Patrick. Again, we get into these, these subjects. It's always about retirement, but we also give you an opportunity to act. That means, you know, get on the calendar with Prashant. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Kind of see where you are in your retirement planning process. And you might be sitting there going, well, you know, I thought about doing this, but I'm going to, maybe I'll do it next week, next month, next year. You can get started right now, or you're in that other boat. I mean, you, you've you already, you're halfway down the path. You you see your retirement. It's on the horizon uh, and you're just confused, frustrated. Maybe the communication's not there. Uh, it's time for a second opinion. You can grab one of those spots. Again, we only have 10 all right. They do book very fast, but you can call at any time and grab one. 800-653-8404. All right. Concepts, strategies. It's always about retirement. So what we thought we would do is we'd, we'd have uh, Prashant put on his thinking cap. All right. And we're going to give him a quiz. It's true, false. Right. You remember these these quizzes when we were in oh, school. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you come in, it's pop quiz time. You break out into a little bit of a cold sweat. But then you understand that, you know, the material and you kind of cruise right through the pop quiz. That was me. Right. That was you. Right. Prashant. <laughs> so we're going to do that right now. So it's pop quiz time. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's okay. do it. All right. First question. True, false. True or false. Is it too late to start planning for retirement, say, if I'm age 60? Okay, it. I would say false. It's never too late to start planning, okay? Because when you get to retirement, 
you're going to have to deal with that one way or another. It doesn't matter if you're just getting started at 60 years old and you're retiring at 65 or if you're, you know, if you're 55, okay? It doesn't matter where you are at in the planning process. It is never too late to get started because even having a plan that doesn't fulfill everything that you want and need is better than having no plan at all. Next true-false question, here it is. The 4% rule is all I'll need to follow in retirement to make my money last. So what I would say is not always true, okay? While the 4% rule may suit your retirement plan and, you know, conceptually is a relatively simple concept where you just withdraw 4% of your retirement account balances, um, that may work for some people, but based on the conditions of the market and the interest rate environment, time horizon, and actually your overall income needs, those things are going to influence whether that 4% rule is ultimately going to end up working for you. So with that being said, it could work in some cases, uh, but in a lot of cases, just following the 4% rule is not enough. So I'm going to say not always true for that one. Yeah, and let's let's send out a quick message to our listeners. If you're hearing some of these true false questions and answers and you're following them and you're on the flip side of this thing, it might be time to sit down and really talk about what's going on uh, with your retirement plan, your portfolio, uh, just understanding it as you're moving forward. The opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant Sabapathy and his team at Elite Income Advisors is going on right now. We have 10 of those positions for our radio listeners only, and you can call at any time and grab one. Eight 800-653-8404. Next true false question. Long-term historical average returns will guide me to grow my retirement savings. So I got to say false on this one. And the reason I say that is because while the market has reliably provided us a, a nice, uh, you know, healthy rate of return over the years, what we cannot account for is we can't account for the year to year swings within a shorter term context. So I look back to 2008, right? If you were retiring in 2008 or you were just getting ready to retire in 2008, it's highly likely that based on your retirement savings, losing a bunch of money at that point in time that you had to either retire and then go back to work or you had to make the decision to delay retirement altogether. So while the market can provide us with a long term, uh, you know, kind of healthy rate of return, that does not always mean that it should be, uh, you know, blindly relied upon for you to execute your perfect vision of your retirement plan. Talking about, again, just True faults on a number of things that are out there about retirement. Everybody wants to to plan, to have that strategy, to have that comfortable retirement, to have the retirement of your dreams. So a lot of these, believe it or not, people are following, uh, and maybe uh, you need to rethink, you need to pivot. So again, true false questions we're throwing at Prashant, and so far he's batting a thousand. So here's the, <laughs> here's the next one: true or false. Once I'm in retirement, Prashant, I'll be in a lower tax bracket. Okay, so this one I'm going to go with not necessarily. So not always true, not always false. I think your tax bracket in retirement is going to depend on all of your sources of income. So think 401k, IRAs, social security benefits, rental income, dividend income, all those different types of things play a factor in your uh, overall tax bracket in retirement. But I think it's natural for people to feel like that 
they will be in a lower tax bracket when they retire because they just think, okay, I don't have a paycheck coming in. So of course my income is going to be lower. But with that being said, have we considered things like required minimum distributions, right? Like when you turn age 73, you're required to take money out of your retirement account. So if you saved a million dollars or $2 million, you could have a significant amount of income that you are required to add to your tax return in any given tax year. And if you do that, that could absolutely put you into a higher tax bracket in retirement than you actually had while you are working. So uh, I'm going to say on this one, not necessarily that you're going to be in the lower tax bracket. I tell you, and we're, we're getting some education, folks. It's true, false, and we're putting Prashant Sabapathy to the test. I almost feel like we've stumbled upon Prashant, and he's in the hallway at MIT, and he's doing the work on the chalkboard, uh, and he's <laughs> solving the problem, and he's doing it uh, with relative ease. So uh, <laughs> Goodwill Hunting, good movie, good movie. All good right, movie. so the next one. True, false. Retirement marks the end of my professional career. So this one is definitely false. Okay. And that's why I say more than uh, the reason I say false is more than seven in 10 pre-retirees indicate that they actually intend to continue working after they retire. Now, retirees that are not working will become less and less common in the near future, in my opinion. Almost half of today's retirees, that's 47% claim to have worked or have plans to work while they are retired. 40% of adults age 55 and up are currently employed. And so I think that it's becoming more and more common because people want to keep their mind active. They want to stay active and they want to, uh, you know, just generate additional income in retirement. So I would say uh, false on this one. Retirement does not necessarily mark the end of your professional career. Retirement planning, we talk about it each and every week, different topics, uh, you know, different angles to go about this. Uh, you're going to have an opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant Sabapathy, no cost, no obligation, no pressure, kind of see where you are in your planning process. We're having a little fun, doing a little true false with Prashant. So far, he's just absolutely crushing this. So this next one, I know a lot of people are concerned about it. So I, I'm, I'm ready for this knowledge. Social Security, true or false, won't be there for me. Yeah, and you're right. Everybody or a lot of folks are concerned about this one. I'm going to go with false on this one. And that's because there was a 2022 Social Security trustees report, which, by the way, that stuff is public. You can go on the Social Security website and and look for the trustees report. But that trustees report said that uh, as of 2034, there's only enough money to pay about 77% of benefits. So it's not like the Social Security program is scheduled to completely run out of money. They just won't have enough money to pay 100% of scheduled benefits. So what that tells me is that there's probably changes coming to Social Security. Um, Intuitively, uh, I would think that there's going to be changes coming sometime uh, relatively soon, probably in the next uh, five to seven years, I would think, hopefully in advance of that 2034 shortfall. But with that being said, I'm going to have to go false on this. I don't think Social Security will go away forever. I think that it's just going to have to change. Yeah, it's a political volleyball. We talk about it often on the program. Uh, It is going to be around in some form or fashion. I do agree with you, though. It's going to change. uh, But Social Security is going to be there in some form or fashion moving forward. Final one we have time for. Let's stick with Social Security. True or false, Social Security benefits are taxable. 
This one is uh, true for most people. Okay, so f- when I say true for most people, you got to understand that the the tax that is owed on the Social Security benefit that you collect is actually a function of something called your provisional income. Sometimes it's called combined income. And what a lot of people don't know is that when you receive your Social Security benefit, up to 85% of the benefit that you receive is actually federally income tax uh, taxable at the bracket that you fall into. So a lot of people think that just because they paid Social Security taxes when they were working, that they don't pay those taxes again as income when they receive it. That could not be further from the truth. There are cases when you can receive a tax-free Social Security benefit, but we don't see that too often. If you're unsure about that, or if you're unsure of any of these questions that we've kind of gone through today, it's a great opportunity for you to pick up the phone and give us a call. It's 800 8404 When you call in, you'll be able to schedule a complimentary, no obligation visit with us to put together your own retire smart roadmap. When you come in to visit with us, it's just a conversation to help you get on track for retirement. When you come in to visit, you're not agreeing to become a client. In fact, I'm not even agreeing to take you as a client. All we're doing is getting you the information that you need to make the best decisions possible. When you come in to visit, we'll help you put together an income for life plan. We'll help you put together a stress test of your retirement portfolio. And we will talk about things like social security benefits, uh, when you should receive them, what kind of taxes you may owe on them, and whether or not there are tax reduction and income increasing strategies that you could take advantage of today to set your retirement up in the most comfortable way possible. So give us a call. It's 800-653-8404. Or if you can't call at the moment, you can also visit retiremaryland.com. Folks, we have question and answer coming up on the other side. So stay tuned for more Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sambapathy. You can find Prashant at Elite Income Advisors. Check them out. Again, you can go to retiremaryland.com. Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly, his latest release. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, always retirement, and we always give you an opportunity you know, to get on the counter with Prashant Sabapathy and his team and just talk about where you are in your planning process for retirement. Maybe you haven't started. A lot of you out there are procrastinators. We get it. Uh, this would be a great opportunity. Or you're in the middle of something. You need that second opinion. Stay tuned. Those spots are open now you can call 800-653-8404 and secure your spot all right first question up arthur is in severn here's the question for you prashant i am planning to retire at 62 i have two hundred fifty thousand in savings and i have paid off a rental house with about 1400 a month in rental income coming in my house that i live in also paid off i'm not sure what to do with my savings how might a financial advisor help me with this and what do you recommend so This is a great question because I think it's uh, very common that people are in this type of situation where they've made a heck of a lot of progress in paying off the house. They have other income, like in this case, Arthur has rental income uh, and not sure what to do with some of the savings that you have. And so I think where an advisor can help you is creating 
uh, a real purpose for doing something with your money. Okay. So what I always say is you don't want to just move money around for the sake of moving money around. I think every time you make a financial decision this close to retirement, you want to have a clear cut purpose for what that decision is going to do for you. Okay. And so whether that is investing money in the market, maybe it's putting money into a CD or, uh, you know, uh, setting up money within an annuity to provide you income or, or buy a re another rental property, whatever you're doing with your money, I think that you should have a clear cut purpose behind that. I think a real fiduciary, a financial advisor who has your best interest at heart is going to sit down with you and not just tell you what to do with your money, but more so, uh, talk through the planning process with you so that we can figure out what kind of goals and desires you have and then create a plan around how you can uh, position your money purposefully to achieve those objectives. Question and answer portion of the program, Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. Uh, let's go to Greenbelt. Edith is asking this of you, Prashant. I was let go from my job recently and only have two weeks until my final 60 days are up. The 401k provider that my company went through is saying I can leave my funds there and I will only start getting penalized beginning in June of this year. I'm clueless when it comes to IRA funds and I don't really want to cash out my 401k. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, good, good question here, uh, Edith, and sorry that you were let go from the job. Uh, a lot of people are going through that right now. Um, and so this is a pretty common question that we get as well. And so, you know, when you're considering an IRA account, an IRA is just an individual retirement account. And what the benefit of an IRA is, is that you have investment flexibility is what I call it. Okay. And so what that means is when you're in your 401k, you're bound by the uh, investments that your employer offers you. And if for whatever reason, you don't like those investments, you're kind of stuck. When you move your money over to an IRA, you can take advantage of most investments that are available, things like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, exchange traded funds, real estate, annuities. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And so that's what I call investment flexibility. Okay, so having investment flexibility could really give you the opportunity to position your money in such a way that is actually going to accomplish something meaningful to you. And that's really kind of piggybacking off of Art's question that was asked. It's about having a purpose behind, uh, behind repositioning your money. So moving over to an IRA very well could be the best thing for you, but you want to have a plan as to how making that change is going to impact the rest of your financial life. We are in the middle of Q&A, Retire Smart Maryland Radio, the opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy and put his expertise to work for you. No cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. You can call and grab one of the 10 positions, 800-653-8404. They do fill up fast, so call now, 800-653-8404. Michael in Millersville asking you this, Prashant. I found a bank that has a 5% CD rate for an 18-month CD. I was debating whether I should throw some of my savings into this. Yeah, um, you know, with rates being where they are right now, I think that's really good. I think there's always an inherent risk to this type of thing. Like if you lock in at 5% and rates keep going higher and higher, are we going to have wished that we had waited, right? So that's, that's a realistic thing that very well could happen. And I kind of go back to what we talked about in – 
segment one with FDIC insurance here, okay? And so CDs are part of the bank. And so whenever we have money in the bank, we want to be cognizant of that FDIC protection and insurance that we have. So Michael, I think when it comes down to whether or not you should put money into it, it just goes back to how does that fit in to your overall retirement plan? Is this money that you're going to need uh, over the next 18 months? If so, what percentage of that money are you going to need in the next 18 months? So these are all the things that we have to consider. Um, again, I kind of go back to those, those really those three pillars that we talked about uh, relative to banking and retirement is number one, liquidity, number two, time horizon, and number three, risk. Okay. Bottom line is you don't want to have all your eggs in any one basket. You got to consider at least these three things and more when making the decision, uh, even a decision that could be on the surface as simple as should I get a CD at four or 5%. Retire Smart Maryland Radio question and answer portion of the program. We stop in Columbia for this one. Lisa is there asking this. Should I be contributing to my 401k or Roth 401k? My employer offers both. And I currently contribute 4% to the Roth 401k, 3% to my regular 401k. Should I go full Roth? Currently make about 135000 a year, and I anticipate that going up annually. Yeah, so this is a classic kind of case of pay tax now versus pay tax later, Lisa. And it's a great question. Of course, if you put money into the Roth, you will be paying the taxes on those contributions now. Okay, versus if you were to put it away in the 401k, you are going to deduct that now, but pay the taxes upon withdrawal. So, of course, you want to consult with your tax advisor on this before making, you know, a final decision. But with that being said, I think it's a question of where do we think tax rates are going to go in the future? Like, for instance, 5, 10, 15 years from now, do we think tax rates are going to be lower or are they going to be higher than me, what they are me, me, today? Me. Call on me. Call on me. They're going to be well, higher. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking, too. And if you think taxes are going to be higher than your current rate in the future, then it may make sense to go ahead and put the money into a Roth and, uh, you know, pay the taxes at today's rate so that you don't have to pay them again in the future. Of course, there's a lot of moving parts to that decision. Make sure you're consulting with not just your financial advisor, but your tax advisor as well. But it's a great question. And I think more people should really be thinking about this. Final question of the program. Here it is, Ellicott City. Andrew asking you this. If you apply for Social Security three months before you're eligible, as I've been advised to do, and you decide not to collect it, how hard is it to back on out? Yeah, so great question here. If you change your mind about receiving benefits, you may be able to actually withdraw your Social Security claim if it has been less than 12 months since you were first entitled to benefits. So it's kind of like a mulligan. It's kind of like a do-over. You know, when I go out and play golf, we always say one mulligan per nine holes, right? And so this is kind of the same thing here, right? So when we look at that, we're um, we're getting the opportunity to do it over one time, but it must be done within 12 months since you were first entitled to the benefits. And another quick thing on this is that you have to make that request in writing. Okay, that's number one. And number two is you would also have to repay the benefits that you actually received. So you can't expect to get a do-over 
and also expect that you'll be able to keep the money that you have collected to that point. You will have to repay it. Now, if you withdraw your claim, you can reapply at a future date. There's actually guidance on this on the Social Security website. If you just visit ssa.gov, they have a frequently asked questions uh, part of their website, and this is actually covered in that part of the website. So you can go check it out there. Uh, Great questions, again, as always, uh, for the show today. If you have a question that you'd like to use in a future show, feel free to email it to me. Just email service, S-E-R-V-I-C-E, service at EIA-RIA.com with your questions, and we will be sure to use those in a future program. With that being said, this will be our final opportunity to open up our phone lines. It's 800 653 8404. Now, when you call that phone number, we have operators standing by and they will be ready to schedule you on our calendar here in the next week or two in our offices. We're located right off of Route 100 in Ellicott City, across from the Victoria Gastropub and next to the Dunkin' Donuts. When you come in to visit with us, it's totally complimentary, folks. So if you think that there's a lot of different moving Uh, you know, financial puzzle pieces that you really haven't put together, this is a great opportunity to come in and really solve that retirement puzzle. And that's done by creating a real roadmap for retirement. It's going to include an income plan, a stress test of your portfolio, a a conversation about taxes, and also legacy planning and long-term care as well. If you have questions on any one or multiple of those topics, you're going to want to pick up the phone, give us a call, come in and visit with us. Again, totally complimentary. There is no obligation whatsoever to become a client, but the spots are limited and exclusive for radio listeners. That phone number again, 800-653-8404, or you can visit retiremaryland.com. Another edition of Retire Smart Maryland Radio is in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week. Guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess a surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 